0: Yeah, Monday afternoon, Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. The former Raider linebacker, Kirk Morrison, is in the house, along with producer Lindsey and producer Laura. We got ourselves an NFL football game in the middle of the day, Raiders leading the Browns 10-zip, and then we got the Bears and the Vikings tonight, and we got a ton to get to. So, Kirk Morrison, I'll start off with, What's up, my man? How's it going? Uh, what's up with what you, Cap?
1: How you been, my brother? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing good. Great, you? I'm, doing I'm, good. you? I, I'm good to be with you, man. Good Good to be with you. Had a great weekend. Uh, a lot going on this past weekend, but now home to relax uh, and enjoy the city of Los Angeles for the week before I get to one of my uh, busy college football weeks come up upcoming after the uh, Christmas break.
0: You know, it's funny you say that. I know you'll be out doing college football games, and one of the things about the bowl season right now is games are on every day, and (laughs) these bowl games figure, you know, hey, we'll play on a Monday afternoon. We'll play Tuesday. It doesn't really matter, only to find out that because of what's going on in the real world, we have ourselves an NFL football game middle of the day on Monday, and tomorrow the Rams play in the middle of the day, so... I mean, I happen to love it. By the way, I'm a football junkie. I'm a football addict. I'll watch NFL football in particular any day, any time. Man, I was watching the Boca Raton Bowl. Okay, I'm watching the, the I'm watching the 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 bowl game from down in the Bahamas. You know, I'll watch any football game there is, Kirk. I'll watch it.
1: Absolutely, man. It was fun. I had the Cure Bowl in Orlando on Friday night. I had a good time between Northern Illinois um, and also Coastal Carolina. So I had that one going on for me. I am a little bit torn. So hear me out real quick, Cap. Um, You know, I'll be on the coverage along with Travis Rogers of the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Seattle Seahawks live from SoFi Stadium tomorrow at 2 uh, p.m. The fun starts tomorrow on that pregame show. So I'll be getting ready for the game. But immediately, right when the Rams kick off, my alma mater, San Diego State, they'll be playing in the Frisco Bowl right. versus the University of Texas San Antonio, also known as UTSA. So I'm kind of torn. I gotta watch the Rams as much as I love my alma mater, but I'll have two eyeballs. Okay, two sets of eyeballs. I have my 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 my, my analyst hat. Eyeballs will be on the Rams game, but I'll also have my other eyeballs. On my iPad or whatever device I'll have my uh, Aztecs playing. So I'm going to be trying to do
0: two things at one time. You know, it was unfortunate because I really was hoping that San Diego State was going to play UCLA in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, which mm. was this past weekend. And uh, and that was actually a fun kind of game to watch between it Oregon was. State and Utah State. I realize I may have been in the minority. At one point, I was listening to the <laughs> game broadcast on the radio. I was listening to Sedano call to the game. George, yeah. But I love that stuff. I, I I love these bowl games. I do get a little frustrated because, just like you, hear me out. You ready for this? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Next week, I'm supposed to go. To the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. Yes, because my alma mater, the Pitt Panthers, uh, are playing against Michigan State. Yeah, two things. One, I really wanted to go. I was going to visit with all my college buddies. Who we, you know, we got a suite. It's going to be a lot of fun. I haven't been with this this group of guys. Kirk, no, no joke here. Like thirty years, we have not all been together in this kind oh, of a group. I, know, I bet. Yeah. But the second part of it is is two things. One, I'm a little concerned right now with everything that's going on. Like I said, in the real world, that's mm. impacting sports. So do I really want to schlep all the way to Atlanta, number one? And number two, when your starting quarterback decides, you know what? It's really not a championship game. We've already won our conference. This is not in the playoff. So I'm not going to play. I'm just going to you know, prep my body for the draft. I can't fault the kid, frankly. But I'm like, oh, man, it's taking a little luster off the game when your star quarterback doesn't play.
1: Uh, business decisions. We all make them, no matter where. We all make business decisions, Uh, whether we're talking football, basketball, life. Business decisions are always upon us. And, yes, I understand uh, the Kenny Pickett uh, situation over at the University of Pitt. had a chance to see Kenny Pickett this year, by the way. Good kid. Love the kid. He's going to have a future in the National Football League. But, you know, business decisions all around because we have the Omarion variant. I know people call it the Omicron. I call it the Omarion for all those people. Do you know who Omarion is, by
0: the way, Cap? Omarion is this a There's not um, a
2: chance he knows who that is no <laughs> hold on
0: a second Lindsay I may not know but I'm going to take a couple of what I think are educated guesses here okay okay is Omarion somebody having to do with the Marvel Universe because I want everybody to know yeah I saw Spider-Man this weekend <laughs> and in a movie theater for the first time I've been in a movie theater Kirk I'm not joking yes. it's got to be like at least five years and You would have thought that I was dropped on the planet Earth from some other dimension and walked into a movie theater like, what is this place and what's going on here and how do I utilize this facility? And I know we'll talk about it later, but I felt like an old man who walked into McDonald's for the first time and went, so this Big Mac thing you guys got here, tell me about this. What's going on with this Big Mac? Like, I literally had no idea what to do in a movie theater. It's been that long. Yeah. <laughs> so Omarion, is he somebody or he or she have anything to do with the Marvel universe?
1: No, n- not not part of the uh, Marvel universe. No. Okay. Um, uh, it's funny.
2: That's the reason why my I, my plans to the movies last night got canceled. and I didn't go see Spider-Man is because of Omarion. That's exactly what my friend said. The Omarion oh, theory. You guys okay. are crazy. Okay. Don't <laughs> be now, doing
3: Omarion <laughs> like that.
0: Who's Omarion? That's what I said. For? I said,
2: poor Omarion.
3: For real.
0: Okay, wait he's a second. He's been through yeah. enough,
3: okay? Y'all need uh, to leave Omarion alone. All and right, he's I an give. LA native, all right? Just saying. All right.
0: Then, then I give up. All right, who's Omarion?
1: Okay, so Omarion is actually the uh, one of the lead singers of the group called B2K. Oh,
3: Kirk, you knew? Okay. Oh, so
1: back in the day, uh, Omar- B2K was actually outstanding group uh I believe, yes i, f- I forgot the, all the names well, little know, fizz like, little fizz and rasby rasby uh, outstanding group and then my baby the way, daddy Cap. that you yeah. missed. Uh, outstanding group had some nice little hit songs
2: we made. yeah they sang like bump,
0: bump 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. wait, wait, wait. You that how's, how's, it bump. how's that song go bump,
2: bump, bump, bump. Bump. oh
1: yeah
0: I good don't song. know song. Icebox,
2: yeah. my favorite Omarion song. When you turn around and really? let me see
1: that thing go
0: <laughs> yeah, bump, 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 bump. <laughs> I love how Lindsay goes, he has no idea who Omarion is. And now that you've told me who this person is, of course, why would I know who this person is? I don't know who they are.
2: <laughs> well, Wait, you also might know his song, Yes. Uh-huh. That is another good <laughs> hit song by, by B2K, Uh-huh, Wait, and it, Bump, Bump, Bump.
0: Is that the one that goes like this? It goes,
2: Uh-huh, Uh-huh. It goes, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> no you're oh.
0: way off no okay i didn't know that one all right all right
1: yeah so yeah the reason why we got on this little tangent is because of the uh omicron variant but um i tend to call it the omarion uh variant and so omarion actually you're not is alone a, he's he's a uh he was the more of the i would guess uh, how would i say this of the group he tended to be the better dancer of the group he was
3: the most talented one of all the, them? Most,
1: talent- yes. the yeah, most talented yes yeah.
3: the
2: most talented he was a star you know, he
3: was also he was, he was also it's, roger it's kind of on sister sister. Like, sister no yeah. Wasn't you he? know how it is no. with the backstreet
1: boys and nsync it's you always know the one who's got the most talent you're like okay he's True. gonna go on by himself at some point so omarion was like that justin timberlake
3: Commercial break, back. though. You know what he I mean? was not Roger from Sister Sister. That was Marcus <laughs> Houston. That
0: was yeah, Marcus. Oh, Houston
3: Oh, I was you know I get them gotcha. mixed up.
0: Wait a second, yeah, Lindsay got, got something them. wrong. Whoa.
1: You know, right, right. We all do all the time.
3: time. It's okay. We admit yeah. our faults. I do it all. Lindsay, what did I say? I thought last they were brothers, brothers for a
1: while, so don't worry. I, I thought they were brothers <laughs> for a while, so I realized they weren't.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what I thought. Like real brothers, not like brothers.
3: <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but they all aren't they all family? i, I thought know. it was his brother though but okay maybe. all not. right
0: so you call omicron omarion yeah the omarion variant
1: <laughs> okay
3: <laughs> you're not alone though
1: <laughs> it just sounds way much better than people like
3: oh my god the omicron it's sexy i was just like,
0: like omarion the omarion variant
3: mm-hmm.
0: well uh that's got me concerned like should i be going down to atlanta for the Peach Bowl, mm. to see all my boys who are coming in from all parts of, of the country so mm. we can all hang out in a luxury suite and watch a football game. It's essentially meaningless, but, you know, hey, it's an opportunity to get everybody together. And I'm thinking to myself, do I really want to go down there and do that? But I don't know, Kirk. I, I've, I'm going to figure yeah. it out. And I got until next Wednesday. I bought a refundable ticket, just by the way, oh, in case so, you were worried oh, about
1: oh, Southwest? it. Southwest?
0: No, I think it's on American Airlines. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so... Well, listen. We got a great show coming up today, and we got a lot of stuff to get to. Let me uh, let me say headlines from the weekend, and just just quick comments here, quick hitters, and then we'll we'll ju- we'll dive in deeper as the afternoon goes on. Anybody shocked? The Lakers. They were they had won three straight games on Friday. The hype was starting to build. Are mm-hmm. they back? Are they looking? Are they finally becoming a team? Mm-hmm. LeBron was saying things like, "Hey, we need to play together more. We finally are. We're p- starting to put some wins together." They lose on Friday night. They lose last night. They lose Anthony Davis along the way to a knee injury. Like, that was just waiting to happen, right? We knew he was going to get hurt, and we knew he was going to miss significant time. We were almost probably surprised that it hadn't happened yet. So, Kirk Morrison, kind of first thought on the Lakers and what happened this weekend. Um,
1: I mean, people got excited for the Lakers beating the Thunder and the Magic and the, Ma- and the Mavericks and got excited about... You know, it's like it's like certain teams are superior The Lakers are supposed to beat the Thunder. They were supposed to beat the Magic. The Mavericks, also without Luka Doncic, different team. We're talking about a lottery team without Luka Doncic. Let's be real. So I didn't get on the hype train like a lot of people did. I wanted to see what would they do against the Bulls. But to your point, it was to a point where. Anthony Davis got hurt twice in the same game. Like, have you ever had a, a, I don't know about you, Cap, maybe, you know, Lindsay. you can tell me uh, as well, and and, and Laura, too. Do you ever follow Twitter during a Lakers game? It's insane. Yeah, pretty much
0: all the time, yeah.
1: Okay. Because you get, like, 20 people tweeting the same thing. Anthony Davis down, Davis down, Davis down, Davis on the floor, Davis on the floor. And so you're like, oh, so now it's like, oh, this whole big thing. And then all in succession, he's back, he's back, Anthony's back, Anthony's back on the floor. And so you're like, all right, cool. The next thing you know, he he's oh, back on the floor, back on the floor. And it's like, I get all of these tweets over and over and over again, but this time he was actually going to be out for a while. And then it was the video that goes along with it, where he couldn't even make it back to the locker room. And to me, that is more concerning because, again, he's going be to be out. Like to your point, Cap, the Lakers, when will they be whole? when will they – it's like they get one guy back and then one guy goes. It's like almost like the COVID protocols in the NFL. Oh, we're activating this guy, but we got to put this guy on the bench. Mm-hmm. This is just what it seems like every single time with the Lakers. They get – one. it's like addition by subtraction. So just because you got somebody, you know what I mean? It was great to see Trevor Ariza and think about the, the 08, 09 Lakers. And then, oh, by the way, here goes Anthony Davis to the sideline.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was – I, I know we talked about this in the early part of the year – he's got to stay healthy for the Lakers to have their best chance but what's the likelihood of him actually staying healthy and you know him talking about him hearing it oh I heard a pop it could have been worse and then the next day he's like hey I'm in good spirits I'm in a good place I'm around my team it's like yeah but you got to be on the floor and even by the way when he was on the floor man on Friday night Carl Anthony Towns was having his way with Anthony Davis and was letting the world know about it so even when he was on the floor, it really wasn't that good in advance. But now, I mean, already hurt and out for at least a month. So this Laker team and this this season, at least through the first half, and we haven't even gotten to Christmas yet, it's been a disaster. Can we all agree on that? 16 and 15 for LeBron yeah. with AD with Russ and this rebuilt roster. It's a disaster at 16 and 15.
1: It's not a good 16 and 15, right? I know we we all look at records, but you look at that one and you say. Well, the good thing is, I'm always a glass half full guy, by the way, Cap. Did you know that?
0: I did know that. I'm a glass yeah. half full guy myself. I'm an Absolutely. ultimate optimist, is what I am.
1: Well, you could always say the Lakers haven't played their best game yet. They're still striving to get there. So, 16 and 15, you will say this this is not the Lakers team that you will hopefully see come late March, right? Where they get ready, hopefully, for a playoff run. This is going to be ugly. And I think this is what the hard part is, is that. There is this image of a team that you have, and it probably won't look that way for the rest of the season. It is going to be ugly. It is going not is going to be. Sometimes you want to turn it off. Sometimes you just don't even want to look at it anymore. But just know that it will
0: get better. I don't know. It better get better. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I just said I'm the ultimate optimist, and I'm about to tell you I I don't think so. <laughs>
1: I just think post post all-star break it'll be a little bit different, right? Because obviously, uh, GM LeBron, you know, he'll, he'll he'll find a way. He'll find a way. GM LeBron will find something to get done around the trade deadline because you know that's always when it seems like the Lakers tend to turn up the uh turn up the heat a
0: little bit. All right, we got a lot to get into today. We started off with some Lakers stuff. I'm watching your Raiders Against mine and Lindsay's Cleveland Browns, it's ten seven. There's four thirteen to go. Are we still in the third quarter? I just looked up and and the scoreboard went away. Are we still in the third quarter here, guys? Yeah, we still in okay. Third. yep. Are we Lindsay, we got to get our Browns to win this game this afternoon.
2: Listen, um, they just scored. so I mean things things are looking a little better, but now we've got you know one of their third stringers that's being carried off on a cart due to injury. so that's not good.
0: Mm. All right, listen. Just getting rolling. Kirk Morrison is in for Sedano. We're going to get to deeper into the AD story and the Lakers as they get ready for tomorrow against the Suns. So the best team in the conference, uh, or certainly you know twenty four and five. I mean they, they are right there. Um, and we're going to talk about AD. We'll get there. Um, I felt like Tiger Woods and his son Charlie Woods may have stolen the weekend from the NFL, but I'm not sure everybody else feels the same way. We'll get there. I also really want to talk about Jake Paul and this knockout over a former mixed martial arts champion. We'll get
4: there, but lots of NFL coming your way and lots of Laker talk. Stick around. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
0: Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Kirk Morrison is in today, the former NFL linebacker. You hear him on the Rams pregame, halftime, postgame show. And Kirk, is this your man, Omarion? Yeah, this is Omarion, b 2 k
3: Little
0: bump, bump, bump. Little bump, bump. I might bump. dedicate the whole show and
3: rejoins <laughs> just to B2K and Omarion. Mm
2: hmm. Why
0: don't you dedicate it to Kirk Morrison? He's the one who brought it up. I mean, that was a The works Omarion too- variant. That's
1: why. He- <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, people don't even. what the yeah, Marion variant. Yeah, it's a Marianne variant. I don't call it Omicron. Yeah. You because know, they're going go the to yeah. go through the whole Greek alphabet at some mm-hmm. point. Think about it. They're going to go through the whole Greek alphabet at some point. You know, like, think about it. Because I am a, a, part, a part of a historically, you know, a black fraternity, Kappa Alpha Psi. So I had to learn my Greek alphabet. You know. Yes, I am a Kappa. If you didn't know. Uh-oh. Um, y'all so, trouble. I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the way, I didn't even know Omicron was a letter in the Greek alphabet. I'm being honest. Oh, it is, yeah. I didn't You're, know yeah. that. I didn't That's
1: know why, so you go know, from the Delta, then the Omicron. I mean, come on, man. You went to pit. I know you've been to a fraternity party or two.
0: Yeah, but I just never put it two and two together. In fact, I, I actually <laughs> thought to myself, like, where's this word Omicron come from? Like, where'd they come up with this word? I didn't even know.
1: No, it, it, was, it was my similar fascination when, when they used to name... Um, uh, when they name like hurricanes I, I was fascinated like how do we get this hurricane name like who makes this stuff up Remember it was like ivan and, and 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 floyd and hurricane this and how, like where do you get katrina from you know what i'm saying like i'm like yeah. i was fascinated by who makes up this name like who is the person that makes up the names and i realized that you get the name because of the time and the year and then i guess uh the way the latitude all this stuff it was fascinating. So I'm I'm into this kind of stuff. That's all.
0: You mentioned that you were part of a historically black fraternity, correct? Yes I am. Okay, check this out for you real quick and then we'll we'll jump back into whatever else we were going with. Um I was telling everybody last week, once I saw Coach Deion Sanders sign the number one high school football player in the country, Uh uh-huh, I said to my son Who's, uh, who just finished his eligibility at Saddleback College. He's looking for his next spot, right? Where is he going to go from junior college to play four-year college football, right? Correct. I go, I go, you should go down to Jackson State and play for Coach Prime because generally there's usually uh, a couple of white guys on the team, and they're usually know, kickers, you yep, know? Yep. And I said to my son, I go, listen, there's going to be so much attention focused on HBCUs, and in particular Jackson State, you should go there and then I, I realized, I'm like, wait, I got a buddy of mine who's on the coaching staff there, and I called him. We started talking, and now we're, we're starting to do the dance now, Kirk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to the point where they're like, hey, can he be here January 19th when classes start? I'm like, hell yeah, he can. You're darn right, he can. So, uh, so yeah, I watched that whole Jackson State-South Carolina State game on Saturday. So amazing, right? <laughs> totally, man. <laughs> Cell phones on the sideline. I mean, it had everything. It had people dancing, doing the D. I mean, it was a lot. <laughs> was what would you lot. think about that when I come back to you and I go, guess what? My son is now the field goal kicker at Jackson State University.
1: No, it, it's, it's a good thing. It, it really is because people don't understand, like, just first of all, like the historically black colleges and things like that, but then also the guys who aren't actually black who go to the school and how much more culture. that. So young Cap is going to come back with so much swag. I just hope you know that when, if you do, if he does decide to go, to Jackson State or to that uh, particular type of university, just know
0: you're letting him go. He, you may come; he's gonna come back a different cap. So well, I'll let you know <laughs> no, he's listen, coming back a different cap. <laughs> I expect it, but I also think, man, what an education you could have uh, as a young white guy, you know, <laughs> who grew up his whole life in Southern California. All of a sudden, finds himself down at Jackson State. I'm like, think about what he'll know about the world 20 years in advance of everybody else i mean i just think it's a great opportunity i really do yeah and so we're talking about it now we're getting down to business for real i'm 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 happy he's gonna have so much swag it's gonna be ridiculous like he's
1: gonna have to get dressed up for school every day you know that's the thing you gotta get dressed up for school every day you know some people like oh i don't care what i wear you go to hbcu i can tell you man you gotta dress up you gotta look
0: nice all right They i'll let you know I'm going to pass that on. Kirk Morrison is in today for Sedano, and I want to remind everybody it is the 710 ESPN 12 Days of Christmas. Kirk, are you familiar with this? A little bit, but you can okay. always enlighten me a little more. Well, I want everybody to keep listening because Santa Slee is going to come down your chimney, you know? Now, when he does, you be caller number seven at eight seven 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 ten ESPN, and then you get a chance to pick a box underneath the 710 Christmas tree. You could win Lakers Christmas Day Sweet Passes, which, by the way, I saw a lot of 710 listeners this past weekend at the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl in our suite. They were so hyped. They were glad to be in the stadium. It was their first time there. They were loving the fact that they were in a suite, so that was really cool. So you can win Lakers Christmas Day Sweet Passes. You could win a two-night stay at Harris Resort SoCal or two-night stay at Fantasy Springs. So all of this is coming up when you hear Santa Slee come down your chimney later on today. Just be listening. Caller seven, you got a chance to win today and pick a gift underneath the seven ten tree. What do you think about that, Kirk Morrison? You like that?
1: Yeah, I did see all the uh, the the listeners' their faces at the uh, game on our uh, our ESPN Los Angeles Twitter handle, and I was like, how cool was that? You know, they got a chance to witness history. The first college football game to be played in SoFi Stadium was on Saturday between Oregon State. and and Utah State, so our listeners got a chance to see history. So when people ask, hey, what was the first college game? Not NFL, you know, not high school, but college game. So our listeners got a chance to see that. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, very cool. All right, speaking of cool, listen, I'm going to keep you updated all afternoon long because Kirk Morrison played for the Raiders. He's from the Bay Area originally. His Raiders have taken a lead over mine and Lindsey's Cleveland Browns, and I say mine, Kirk, because Lindsay, you are a Cleveland native. Everybody who listens knows that you are a hardcore Cleveland Browns fan. Me, on the other hand, I'm just a selfish Cleveland Browns fan. My buddy's the offensive coordinator. He's one step from being a head coach in the NFL. And if things go well, you get an opportunity. If things don't go well, you you go backwards. So I'm a Cleveland Browns fan this season, and they're down 13-7 right now. And I don't know. It looks like looks like Miles Garrett is hurt now, Linz. Looks like looks like our best pass rusher is now hurt. It's like some kind of a groin pull or something. Yeah.
1: Uh, Always remember this. Uh, When you do play a game, sometimes, well, not necessarily a game. I would say this. Football players, I mean, professional athletes are all creatures of habit. So I tell my body, I tell my mind, hey, I'm going to be playing on this day. I'll be playing on this day. This game was originally scheduled. For Saturday. Right. This game was supposed to be part of a doubleheader. This is where when college football season is over, the NFL takes over Saturday. They're like, you know what? We want some of this Saturday action. So they had a a doubleheader. It was supposed to be Raiders at Browns and then followed by the primetime game of Colts versus uh, Patriots. Right. And obviously, because of the Omarion variant or the Omicron variant. I like Omarion. This game was, yeah, this game was pushed till Monday. And so sometimes I'm telling you, guys, body clock has to catch up. You know what I mean? Like you practice all week up to this buildup. And now this game being canceled now played on Monday. Sometimes your routine is off a little bit and you may see guys tend to, have a, some some you know muscle strain, muscle pulls. That's why
0: you know it's always scary these types of games because your body clock is off. Yeah. How do you how do you think it is for the for the offensive players of the Browns when their quarterback walks into the huddle and goes, "Hey everybody, how you doing? My name's Nick. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> yeah, pleasure." People don't know, man, that Nick
1: Mullins lit up the Raiders a couple years ago as the backup quarterback, actually. Uh, actually, Nick Mullins lit up the Rams last year. What am I talking about? <laughs> Nick Mullins, when he was a starting quarterback for the San Francisco Forty ers last year, actually came into SoFi and put that thing on the Rams last year too. Cap. So if you didn't know who Nick Mullins was, people in LA should know because he came in and we we're like, oh, the Rams gonna got this. They could beat the Niners. I mean, Nick Mullins starting, and all he did was light the Rams up last year. So yeah, and he's lit the Raiders up before too. So. You got to know, man, Nick Mullins ain't nothing to be played with.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, it's only a one-score game, 13-7 right now. For those of you that are Raider fans, the Raiders have the lead. There's about 14 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. We got football, not Monday night football. We got Monday afternoon football, and tomorrow we'll have Tuesday afternoon football with the Rams. And obviously we'll be talking a lot about that as the afternoon goes on. But coming up, I want to get back to A.D. Hurt yet again. I know a lot of Laker fans out there are already starting to say things like, I'm done with AD. He's hurt all the time. So I definitely want to get back into that. Stick around. Kirk Morrison is in for George Sedano today. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Mm. That's right. It is Sedano and Cap on a Monday afternoon. We got Monday afternoon football. The 6-7 Raiders are leading the 7-6 Cleveland Browns, 13-7 right now as we speak. It's the fourth quarter, 13 minutes to play. And on third and long, Raiders trying to pick up this first down. They're going to be a little bit short, but... Uh, Kirk, it's your team, the Raiders, against mine and Lindsey's team, the Browns.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Always loyalty to the the team that drafted me. Man, I love those guys, the silver and black. But this is a game, honestly. A lot, and look, a lot of players were upset too about this game because they didn't want to play. You know, they were upset because the NFL huffed and puffed and said, remember before the season started, for players who are not vaccinated or with COVID protocols, if you don't have enough to fill the team, then that team will forfeit. And so the Raiders, you know, they had games last year where they had multiple guys out, and yet the NFL forced them to play. They didn't postpone or move a game. In this particular instance, the Raiders were forced to move their game against the Browns because of the Browns having an outbreak. They had to move their game till till, uh, till Monday. And so I'll tell you this, a lot of angry Raider players going out playing in this game. So a lot of them had a little extra motivation for what they considered – uh, a mistake or a breakout because of the Browns, not because of the Raiders.
0: Yeah, Mark Davis said that uh, that it's, you know, the NFL just sticking it to the Raiders again, that hey, my team's ready to go. We're ready to travel cross country. If their team can't field them a full squad, then then that's on them. They should give up they should forfeit the game. And I know I think the Seahawks feel a, a similar way that the Rams were given an opportunity to get guys back and we'll see the Rams and the Seahawks tomorrow. But the team that is healthy enough to play, whose game gets moved, which is the advantage for the other team, in this case Cleveland or even the Rams, the team like Seattle or, or the Raiders, they feel like they got somehow screwed by the league in some yeah. way. What do you think?
1: Yeah, no, they, they all feel like that, and, and like, rightfully so. I think the Rams, um, a situation of, I, I think, had the game stayed on Sunday, they would have had enough players, but I think the NFL just had to, they had to do something. And to me, I mean <laughs> – the NFL had one sort of um, way of speaking before the season started, and now a different tone, <laughs> cap as we've seen the Omarion variant spread across the, the country, not just in the NFL. I think the NBA has pro, you know has, has, has a breakout situation going on right now. I mean, Frank Vogel is, 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 is he still in the protocols right now? the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers
0: well he was as of last night and i haven't seen any reports yet today that mm-hmm. he's uh that he's coming back so quickly but and i don't think uh, that's
1: not even a story huh frank no, I don't in, think so. is, is 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 out and like nobody's like we don't care
0: well <laughs> lebron Le- Le- coach yeah well i mean lebron is the coach isn't he <laughs> right i mean when lebron had to leave what game was it like a week ago or so guys Does anybody remember which game it was where lebron actually um, was sent home because he didn't ha- he had a positive test and oh, yeah, that Sacramento, was, right. And it was a game that the, that the Lakers won and Vogel actually coached the game. And there wasn't LeBron in street <laughs> clothes on the bench doing all the coaching and doing all the talking to the referees. It was actually Vogel who got to coach. So, I mean, I always think that LeBron is the coach. LeBron is the general manager. So what is LeBron going to do about AD? Uh, Kirk, I have seen so many Laker fans on social media and friends that have said, I'm done with AD. He's always hurt. You can't count on him, and even when he wasn't hurt and he was considered healthy and he was playing, he still wasn't really that good. I'm hearing Laker fans tell me, I'm done with AD. What do you say to that?
1: Yeah, um, you know, a lot of people that I talk to, especially in my group chat, I got a group chat about 14 buddies of mine. Um, I would say probably 50%, more than half, maybe about half of them or a little less than half are Lakers fans. Um, They have given him, they don't call him AD. They actually call him BD. By the way, which stands for uh, baby deer. Um, they call him a baby deer because they said like he seems like he can't get his big leg his his adult legs underneath him. He's he's always falling on the floor. He's always hurt or he's always to a point where he's limping to the sideline. So they call him actually
0: BD for baby deer. Oh, Laura, um, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Laura, are you a Laker fan? That's done with AD.
3: I, I don't think I'm done because I that's to my team. I still got some hopes here. You know, I'm, I haven't given in the entire way. I just feel like I'm very disappointed in AD. I'm very disappointed yeah. in the Lakers. I feel like I seriously, I think I sent you guys that text. I'm like, we're paying him just to be on the floor. And I don't mean <laughs> to play. I mean to just literally lie on the floor. Every time I'm working one of these games, we're like, oh, oh, oh my God. Not again. Really AD? Like that's. And it's not on a good note. It's not like, Ooh, yeah. look at what AD did. No, it's like, Oh my God, he's hurt again. So for me, it's just like, do you need a new trainer? Do you need someone else? Like, do you, what do you need? Because yeah. the Lakers can afford it. So get it because yeah. you're young. Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing, man? Like leave Ugh. that thing to me. He is made of glass. Like, <laughs> I feel like he's always broken and it sucks.
1: Yeah. I think that's the, the what your, to your point, Laura. Um, I think it's the expectations. Um, when you put on a Laker jersey, there's a certain expectation, a certain excellence, especially the way he came to the Lakers and what the Lakers had to give up to get him. Mm-hmm. The expectation is for this guy to lead this franchise into the future, lead this, you know, to be, to be able to be that uh, that piece on the chessboard that you can start to put around. And I think what what's what I've seen and what I've heard from Laker fans a lot is that. They're more upset because they know that what LeBron is doing is just unreal. Like, we can't expect LeBron to continue to play at this level. You know, his birthday will be coming up in 10 days, right? LeBron will be what, 30?
0: 37.
1: 37, yeah. He's 36 now. He'll be 37 in 10 days. And I don't think people see what the end game will be. At some point, there has to be a sense of the franchise is in great hands because Anthony Davis will have the torch passed on to him to LeBron. And I think that's what the frustration is (laughs) Mm -hmm. with a lot of people is that uh, they're they're, They, they don't, they're like, man, we may have to hold on to this. Like this could be our future with a guy who you can't, you don't know with each trip up the court, is he going to make it or not?
0: Because- I love Laura's just, no, no. <laughs> you know what it is? I, I feel this way, and I, I'd love to hear from Laker fans today. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Again, I'm hearing people tell me, I'm done with A.D. I'll throw it out there. Are you done with A.D.? Do you think that that this is the way it's going to always be? I mean, it's it almost makes me think that it's why he took the contract he took when he took it. Because he knew that he was injury prone. Let me take mm. the money now rather than take the risk of a year from now when maybe I can make more, but what if I'm not really healthy? For me, where I get annoyed, this is just my, my, the way I feel about it, when I see that AD, is he's anointed the leader, but in actuality, in my opinion, he hasn't earned the leadership. He's, he's LeBron's right-hand guy. So when you see LeBron and AD sitting at a press conference talking about things, it's as if he gets that role because that's what LeBron's given him, not because he came to the to the Lakers and that's what he's earned. Yeah, they won a championship. Yes, he hit a game-winning three-point shot in the run towards the championship. But ever since that championship, he's been consistently hurt, particularly when the team needs the best from him, and they haven't gotten it. Talking about last year and this year, obviously. Mm-hmm. L- Laker fans eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six You done with AD? You giving up on AD right now? I'm pretty down on the guy. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I- I'm. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I just expect more. I do because mm-hmm. I-, I put him. I-, I and look every time now when people put up who are the top five players in the NBA right now. We're not putting Anthony Davis on that list. Hell no, we not? You know what I mean? Like think about it. How far do we have to go before we say Anthony Davis's name now? Had it been He's not years even like a top, top 20. Ago, 20 player. Yes. I was yeah. going to say not
3: even top 20. <laughs> no um, way.
1: How, like how far do you go though? That's what I'm you asking. Pretty, how far, are we, how far are we going now? If we said right now the top players in the NBA, how far do we go before we mention Anthony Davis's name? Starting today, cuz if you would have asked me this question 3 years ago, I would have had Anthony Davis definitely top seven top five possibly mm. but now since we've had a chance to see him in the Laker uniform for, for almost three full seasons almost or more where do you see him now after you've seen what he's been able to do after you've seen sort of the injury history after you can kind of forecast the future where or how many numbers do you go down before you put Anthony Davis as one of the top players in the NBA
0: all right, good question. Now, know? just as you're saying that, just as you are saying that, my Cleveland Browns, Lindsay, our Cleveland Browns, have just tied the game against the Raiders. But wait, there's a penalty flag. So just <laughs> when they got it to thirteen all with five five and change to go here in the fourth quarter, a holding penalty on our Cleveland Browns are going to back them up. Just when we thought they were about to tie Kirk Morrison's Raiders, you asked a lot of great questions. You want to jump in eight seven 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 ten ESPN.
4: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: It is a Monday afternoon here on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Stay tuned, everybody. Santa Slee is going to come down the chimney. When you hear it, you call your caller 7 at 877-710-ESPN. Caller 7, you got a chance to pick from underneath the 710 Christmas tree, and we got a lot of great prizes there for you. And um, could be you might find yourself on Christmas Day at the Lakers-Nets game at the brand-new crypto.com arena. I mean, it's not like it's a new arena. <laughs>
1: brand-new? Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, they took the <laughs> Staples letters off and they put the crypto letters on. It's a brand-new place, essentially. You know what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: It, it's new for the uh the, the younger generation it's always staples to me
0: well you know laura has been saying that for the last few weeks she's like oh no oh hell no! Nah, hell no!" Nah. okay it's i do not staples. sound
3: like that first of all yes you do no i don't but and it's, yeah and it's ew. cute by the way <laughs> <laughs> it's hashtag forever staples
0: right <laughs> right so she feels the same way kirk She's like, I'm going to be calling it Staples forever. I'm not going to get that plug in for that
2: office supply store. Real important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lindsay and I are are on the other side. Like, I just think it's funny. Right. Like, Staples. people go
1: through that, though. You know, what I mean, because I know, you know, me and me, me and Scotty, me and me and Cap, you know, I had to go through that in college because when I went to San Diego State for college, there was a name change like right before I got there. So the stadium in San Diego was always called Jack Murphy. So everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to the Murph. We're going to the Murph. And then Qualcomm brought the naming rights. So for a long time, it was like the Q, right? And then it changed from like the Q to SDCCU. And it, like, it, it took me a while to understand it because every, every generation that went to the stadium called it something different. That's why I say that this is all generational. So for everybody up until now, this generation of basketball fans or Laker fans, it's always going to be staples. But for the new generation of Lakers fans, the new generation who are looking for Anthony Davis to carry the torch, the new generation who will see the ending years of LeBron and not the years of greatness before that, they're going to call it crypto, right? Where everybody else is always going to be, it's going to be staples to us. But, the new generation go call it something different that's what i've realized throughout my college career it's generational in terms of names
0: well the other part of it is is that as all these young kids who are now like 12 15 18 20 whatever yeah. in the next 10 years as cryptocurrency becomes a bigger part of their lives yeah. they're not going to be like crypto what what's crypto what does that mean they're going <laughs> right. to be like yeah just we're going we're going to crypto or we're going to the crypt or whatever it is they're going to call it so our browns lindsay Have taken a 14 13 lead over Kirk's Raiders, and here comes Derek Carr and the Raider offense with a chance to possibly win this game. I mean, there's about four minutes to go in the game, but it's not exactly been a pretty football game to watch. Although, Kirk, I will tell you this last night to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers shut out, Tom Brady's offense didn't score a single point in the game. That was ugly last night.
1: Well, it was more ugly. It was fun to watch Tom Brady throw a tantrum. That that was probably the best part of the whole game. Is seeing Tom Brady, Mr. Invincible, right? You know, the best quarterback of all time. But to see him throw a tantrum and know that my three year old isn't the only one that throws a tablet
0: when they're upset, right? You know, like we saw all of that last night. Yeah. I mean he almost <laughs> hit the backup quarterback on the and he threw it left-handed, also, by the way. All right, let's sneak in some of these phone calls. We asked the question. Are you done with AD? In other words, with all of his injuries, seemingly every season, and a feeling of can we really count on him? And not only the injuries, but when he wasn't hurt, how good was he? Are you done with AD? Let's let's go to the phones and see what Laker fans have to say. Here's Jay in Inglewood on Sedano and Cap. You got Kirk Morrison yeah. in for Sedano. What's up, Jay?
2: Hey man, just wanted to let you guys know uh, you're not wrong in your disappointment with AD. Uh, the thing I do want to say is. Uh, I realized something with A.D. arguing with the Celtics fan that was facing how A.D.'s plan when he saw Carl and Towns go up against him and uh, some of the other bigs. You know, A.D.'s actually averaging about the same stats and numbers as Carl. He's just not, you know, as alpha and dominant on defense this year and rebounding. So, you know, he just hasn't complained too much about the injury that kept him out last year. But it's obviously he was healthy, but he wasn't 100%. The biggest factor in seeing that is him guarding other guards. Remember, our, our championship year, he guarded everybody, defensive player of the year. So, you know, I think uh, there's something to be said about that. The Lakers at this point, to help them need some athletic bigs. I think DJ has one good jump in him per possession, <laughs> and it's hurting us. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Yep, you got it. He got one good jump in him per possession. Very good. Very good. Here's uh, Shadow in Englewood on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Yo, Shadow, what's going on? You got Kirk Morrison in. What do you think about this A.D. situation?
5: What's going on, guys? Much love. So check this out. We're just going to keep this simple. Mm. A.D., has the best person in the world to look up to, his big brother, LeBron. He's not even using any of all that stuff that Bron does to keep his body in shape, all that stuff. He should have figured out from last year and his whole career, he's always been hurt. It's not a year that goes by that guy has not been hurt. He is not a leader. He cannot be a backup leader. So I'm just trying to tell you, he has no future here. And for the last caller that was just on there from Englewood, bro, don't give him no props. This is L.A. And when you come from L.A., you live L.A., you die L.A. So watch this. What I'm saying when I say that is you've come from all these legends, man, and you want to be a part of this? You don't even have enough heart? Man, I can't. you can never be a Laker. They need to trade his ass. Ooh. Ooh.
1: shadow you over there shadow boxing right now throwing the punches shadow Ooh. I, I would you say this back? though shadow and you can tell shadow from la because he said hort not heart but hort mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah, it's it's a different way of saying it in la i know that <laughs> um i would say this everybody can't do what lebron does and i think that's the hard part too Everyone sees LeBron and says, oh, LeBron has the blueprint. And if I do like this and if i similar to Tom Brady, if I eat avocado ice cream and if I do this and I can be like Bron or I can be like Tom Brady. I remember I had a strength coach in college. I always say, know your body because your body is different than his body. So the same things that work for LeBron ain't going to work for A.D., because, obviously, I know LeBron has invested in, in in Anthony Davis. I know he has. There's a reason why he brought him here. We've seen him. I, I know they work out together. We know a bunch of them had a chance to work out during the pandemic last year. Remember when everybody was supposed to be away from each other? Lakers players were still getting together. They were still working out. They were still training their body, getting ready to go. It's the reason why they played so well in the bubble. They were a team that took it serious. They trained. They know it's not it just Anthony Davis, his body is built differently. And if you know his story of being a small guard when he was in high school and then he shot all the way up to almost seven feet tall, but he kept the handles of a small guard, but yet his body never truly caught up. His body is different than bronze. And so when people try to put that on, like, he need to follow bronze, it's just not that easy. Not that No, simple.
0: I th- but I think what people are saying is is that when you look at somebody who's the most successful person in your industry – you should say okay what do i have to do to follow their lead and even though my body's different than their body i'm going to just do everything i can to try and do what they've done and and i feel like a lot of people think that anthony davis's body has already broken down on him so when you think into the future that he's supposed to be the heir apparent to lebron i don't think laker fans have the the patience right now for anthony davis and his his health issues so keep it going we're going to get right back to your calls coming up don't go anywhere 877-710-ESPN 877-710-3776 you want to get on the air today are you done with AD we'll come right back to your calls stick around everybody this is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN